Welcome to an empowering and transformative season of Yoga Corner Chats. Join me, Shelby Phoenix, your host and guide as we embark on a journey of inspiration, growth, and self-discovery. This season, we're diving into the worlds of wellness and entrepreneurship, bringing you captivating conversations with extraordinary women who are making their mark in these realms. Each week, we'll explore the stories, insights, and wisdom of our remarkable guests, delving into their personal journeys and uncovering the secrets to cultivating a more balanced and fulfilling life. From yoga teachers to life coaches, therapists to entrepreneurs, each guest will bring their unique perspectives and experiences, offering invaluable guidance for navigating the paths of wellness and entrepreneurship with grace and resilience. At Yoga Corner Chats, we believe the power of women supporting and uplifting one another. We celebrate the diversity of our guests and their expertise, creating a space where their voices can shine brightly. Together, we'll explore what it means to define wellness and success on our own terms, finding inspiration in each other's stories, and forging our paths to fulfillment. So whether you're an inspiring entrepreneur, seeking guidance, a wellness enthusiast eager to learn new insights, or simply someone who craves inspiration for living your best life, this season of Yoga Corner Chats is for you. Tune in every week to join our captivating conversations and discover how you too can embrace the transformative power of yoga, wellness, and entrepreneurship. Together, let's manifest our dreams, support one another, and create a world where success and well-being go hand in hand. Subscribe to Yoga Corner Chats on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcast platform, and be prepared to be inspired, motivated, and uplifted. The journey begins now. Welcome back to another episode of Yoga Corner Chats. Today, we have a special guest joining us. Lindsay is the owner of the growing Zero Waste Witchcraft Empire, offering zero waste apothecary ingredients at Skyclad Apothecary, as well as content and community in the Skyclad Coven. In today's episode, we delve into the captivating topics that Lindsay is passionate about, including neurodiversity and entrepreneurship. We'll explore how Lindsay's unique journey has shaped their perspective and paved the way for a successful and sustainable business. Lindsay also shares with us about her incredible opportunities awaiting you in the Skyclad Coven. Whether you're interested in witchcraft, eco-conscious living, or simply curious about the intersection of these fascinating subjects, this episode is for you. Lindsay's knowledge, wisdom, and personal experiences will surely leave you inspired. So let's jump right into the interview and hear from Lindsay. I wanted to welcome everyone to today's episode of Yoga Corner Chats with Lindsay. And today we're going to dive into the world of zero waste <laughs> witchcraft neurodiversity and entrepreneurship so (laughs) yeah today we have joining us Lindsay the creative mind behind the thriving zero 
Waste Witchcraft Empire. Lindsay is the owner of Sky Clad Apothecary, offering an array of zero waste apothecary ingredients. And she also fosters a vibrant community in the Sky Clad Coven. And this episode will explore Lindsay's journey as an entrepreneur in the realm of zero waste and witchcraft, delving into her passion for sustainability and how it intertwines with her practices. And um, we'll talk a little bit about neurodiversity and entrepreneurship. Um, and also, Lindsay's going to share a bit about her sky clad coven. Um, which is a supportive and empowering community that she has cultivated. So, without further ado, welcome, thank you so Lindsay. much for so having excited. me. Yeah. So, one thing I like to do before yeah. we get into the interview is to take a handful of deep breaths. I'll mm-hmm. guide us through with that. Is that okay with you? Okay. <sighs> Settle into whatever surface you're sitting on. Lengthen your spine, but without forcing perfect posture, just sitting up tall. Take a deep breath in through your nose, fill your belly, expand your rib cage, fill all the way up to your collarbone, hold at the top. And then a big sigh out. We'll do two more like that. Inhale, belly rib cage, collarbone, hold, and let it all go. One last big, big belly breath. Inhale, fill up all the way to the top. And push it all out. Whenever you're ready, open your eyes, come back to the space. So, the first thing I'd like to ask you is just for you to introduce yourself, tell us a little bit about yourself, and maybe about your journey to becoming the owner of your business. So, uh, my name is Lindsay Granger. Uh, I'm the owner of Skyclad Apothecary. It has been quite a road. We opened uh, October of 2019 in a storefront in downtown Amesbury. And and then five months later, the wow. pandemic hit, and everything got turned upside down. Yeah. Um, originally, when I was in, like, a commercial space, I was doing Thai massage as well. I had space to, like, rent out to people who were doing sort of, like, you know, um, on-demand, like, services. Like, they only had to pay for the room when they had a, an appointment kind of thing and then the retail was only supposed to be like a third of my business <laughs> it was supposed to be like the right. gift shop on the way out of this, this whole project um and then really quickly I couldn't touch anybody and I couldn't have anybody in space and right you know I had to pivot to the retail being the whole thing um originally it was supposed to be more of like an all-encompassing zero waste store I had like some herbs on the side and for whatever reason I decided to just really lean into the ingredient idea I think it just sort of skinnied up like what I would be ordering <laughs> yeah uh, and people responded really well to it um 
mindfulness practice about what what am I doing? Is this thing going to go in the trash? Whatever, whatever. But eventually, um, the 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 negatives, the things that I was missing about like being myself and my personality, outweighed just managing like the negative aspects of my neurodiversity. <laughs> Right. So you have to find a balance. And for, for us now and in all my messaging, it's the focus is you have to figure out how you function at your peak. And, and then yeah. can you make any of that zero waste? And that's, yeah. that's the only truly sustainable way to do any of this. <laughs> right. I had a guest, um, Danny, on the podcast, uh, I don't know, yeah. like 10 episodes ago, and she creates like programs to help people who are working in sustainability in the environment yeah. and manage yep. burnout. <laughs> <laughs> like that's her niche. And I was like, that's very like can- appreciated. Thank you. And like, it's really overwhelming, even for the people who are it working in this. It can feel really hopeless, because at some point you go, right, we got a little reprieve when the messaging turned to, no, like, individuals, like, it's helpful, but it's really these, you know, companies that are dumping toxic waste and right. and creating the plastic in the first place, like, and I think it lies somewhere in the middle right when I started zero waste it was a lot of vote with your dollars a lot of um you know even not taking a straw that one time is helpful and you know they swing to oh it's all the company's fault and hopefully we're somewhere in the middle now where like I can still vote with my dollars and um yeah consume in a way that tells companies what we how we'd like them to behave um, but ultimately it yeah. is on the companies to listen and go above and beyond, uh, even if people aren't asking loudly enough. <laughs> yeah, right. So speaking of like, yeah, aligning with your values in this, in this, um, journey, <laughs> can you explain the concept of zero waste witchcraft and how that yeah so it honestly goes hand really hand in hand in terms of witchcraft i mean you think of like you know an old lady in the woods mixing herbs in a cauldron and that's not that far off like my personal brand of witchcraft is a very mundane witchcraft um you know potentially uh, in tandem with dealing with my ADHD, it's a lot about like, how can I enchant having to clean the bathroom? How can I enchant having to cook myself dinner? (laughs) So a lot of it is just my daily life, you know, glamour magic in terms of putting makeup on. Um, I'm, I'm, my personal witchcraft practice is not a lot of sitting at an altar mixing and burning herbs it's more like cooking dinner right um making like skincare preparations you know infusing herbs and oils to use for skincare um 
that kind of stuff. Yeah. So once you go down the witchcraft path, it's very earth-centered. It's very in tune with the cycles of nature. And then at some point, yeah. you have to, you know, turn to your apothecary cabinet and go, it's full of plastic bags. <laughs> like, like, it doesn't make yeah. sense. Um, and I think yeah. even from just an herbalist perspective as well, you, I would be hard-pressed to find someone who was like, no, I prefer the plastic bags and I'm a witch or an herbalist. It's like, yeah, right. oh, of course I want it, my practice to be better for the environment. Like, in order to align with my spiritual values, I should probably be trying at least to get the plastic out of my witchcraft rituals. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, just like general grocery shopping, like, is impossible. Yep. Like, I... Sometimes get anxious in the grocery store because I just am thinking about all the plastic bags going out. Like it just like just it, that it feels truly is. And you know, like I said before, there was a time where I just went without foods that came in a plastic bag. And sometimes yeah. I go to the grocery store and look at my week ahead and go, guess who's you know getting a bag of frozen dumplings? Like. And that's got to be okay. Right. Like, you have to take care of yourself first. Yeah. Um, always striving to have a life where you have space to deal with this stuff. But if you don't, you don't. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I like um, what you were explaining about how your, like, witchcraft practice is, like, just around yeah. daily, yeah. like, cooking and cleaning, like, like, things like your makeup and things like this. And I kind of think of, like, if you're trying to weave sustainability into your life, like, how can you do it in, like, one area or, like, one thing, yeah. at least one thing at a time? And when, like, you've got that, maybe add something else instead of trying to, like, do yes. everything. Absolutely. Yes. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> um. So can you share some details about, like, the ingredients that you offer? Yeah, um, yeah so um, the, it started basically with, basically with ingredients that I was using in my real life. And, you know, a lot of starting this business was like, wouldn't I love to have a barrel of shea butter in my garage or whatever? to be able to pull from it'll be cheaper it'll be more zero waste like i wanted to shop at a place like this um and yeah. so i went to school for nutrition and that is a, a a hop skip and a jump over to making your own deodorant and and toothpaste yeah. and all this shit um so i started with a, basically with like coconut oil shea butter um, a handful of oils that I had been using, um, some spices that I was using, like, in my daily cooking, and then we've just grown from there in terms of herbs. Like, you know, you pull out the, your top five, like, witchcraft herbs, it's, like, rosemary, lavender, yeah. um, you know, and a handful of others, and we, yeah. uh, early on, on my TikTok, I pinned a video um, ask 
asking my community about what they wanted to see because as a zero waste business, I don't want to be picking at random and then nobody wanted that ingredient. So we have like a, a pinned video where people can comment underneath. And then if you want to vote for that ingredient to be like further up our ad list, you just like, like the comment. And that's how we've added ingredients since folks mostly want herbs. Our top sellers are like chamomile, mullein, mugwort, lavender, that kind of stuff. Um, Speaking of TikTok and like social media, I love your TikTok. It's like my favorite favorite thing to do. Awesome. (laughs) I can tell. I can tell. And I think that is like one of the things that I talk about with entrepreneurs and yoga teachers and stuff is like how that feels really scary to show up in a really authentic way and be silly and like actually like be like almost every TikTok you make, you're like, and this is for sale and like this is how much it costs, you know, like you're actually selling in every video and it doesn't feel like salesy or like I can tell you're like confident about it or at least you like come off as confident about it. What can you say to like someone who is like trying to show up so and is feeling it can be relative about scary. It. for me it's all about like the the messaging you get about how to do well on TikTok is that you have to be consistent and you have to post between like 2 and 17 times a day. <laughs> so for me it was much harder in the beginning and I actually spent a lot of time like reposting videos, especially videos that didn't get a lot of views. Yeah. Because nobody's seen it. Just post it again. Yeah. Um, who cares? <laughs> like, it's not the same as Instagram where people are scrolling through your whole thing and, like, checking to see what the feed looks like. So if you post right. the same video that does, like, okay once a week to get started, like, that's going to be okay. And for me, now I have, like, five buckets of, like, kinds of content that I can make. And that makes it so much less scary, right? There's lip syncs, there's stitches where, you know, someone says something that I would like to elaborate on or um, someone like in a video has a problem that my products can solve. You duet a video, which is basically just like reposting it, right? Right before we got on here, I duetted someone who said that they're planting a chamomile lawn from like tea bags and I was just like or you could get zero waste chamomile <laughs> and for a product based business it's much easier I think because then I do order packing yeah. videos and uh, you know that's four buckets but already I can you know, just fill up those buckets with ideas. If you, you sort of have to be a TikTok participant to find like trending sounds and stuff. Yeah. Um, or the kinds of videos that you might want to stitch or do it. But if you can figure out what kind of stuff does well for your audience, once you hone in on that, you can just rinse and repeat. Like I have a few like video, um, templates that I've even used with different sounds, right? There's like, 
There's the, uh, which is buying herbs from Amazon. I've used that (laughs) so many times. Like, so if you can find a couple of those things to just layer over whatever, like, popular sounds are happening, that can make it really a lot easier. Yeah, right. It's kind of like putting some Mm -hmm. constraints on yourself so you can be like, okay, like, I know for me, depending on my energy, like, when I am, like, a little (laughs) kooky and I'm feeling excited and I'm wearing glitter, like... (laughs) I'm probably going to make, like, lip-sync videos or, like, speak directly to the camera. But if I'm, like, maybe not feeling that great or whatever, like, I'll repost a video or, like, you know, like, fill my coffee cup and totally words over it. And those are totally fine. Like, I find sometimes I've exhausted my energy filming videos and I don't have the energy to do the voiceover, so I'll just do the voice-to-text and nobody cares. Right. Like, you know, and there's little things you can do. Like, sometimes I'll even find myself, let me back up. So sometimes I'll find a trending sound and I'll just like film it anyway, even if I have no idea what right. text I'll put on the screen. Um, And then you go back right. later and you go, oh, what am I going to put on here? I'll find myself going, you know, when, you know, in my small business, when, da-da-da, and just changing small business to zero waste apothecary is a major difference in terms of finding your audience and and catching people's attention yeah i talked about this in an instagram post yesterday like you have to be very specific and like um maybe a little bit I don't know. I guess it depends. Like, instead of, like, you know, like, a yoga teacher will post, like, live your best life. And you're like, okay. Like, I don't know what that means. And then um, I gave an example from a um, the sober yoga girl, and her said, like, living my dream life mm-hmm. because I got sober. Like, right. Be right. the extra part of this. Absolutely. Right? Like, and really honing in on, like, who your people are. I got lucky. Yeah. One video. Um calling my target audience eco-conscious kitchen witches with ADHD. And people were were like, Jesus Christ, how did you know? (laughs) I think that's the kind of video you can on my For You page first. I, like, watch Mm -hmm. so much ADHD content. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And, um... Like, I've used that over and over again, where I go, you know, there's the the sound that was popular recently. It would be so awesome. It would be so cool. So easy to, to just go, how cool would it be if TikTok showed my videos to my, like, very specific target audience? That's the text on the screen. <laughs> Yeah, and there's no, like, it, sometimes I hear it's like, oh, I, I don't want to niche down too much because, like, like, but you can have a pretty specific, like, yeah, that's a very specific yeah. niche. Like, those are keywords that, like, you know, only it's certain all, people are also like, just about at, getting know? in front of people. Like, it's not that you're only selling to those people, but it's, you have to work with the algorithm a little bit 
and you know work as a team with it i i love all these people who are like oh the algorithm i hate it i love it i love to teach it stuff and then have it spit out yeah. to me exactly what i was looking for all the time like if you can learn how to leverage it and work with it it can be amazing Yes. Even just as a TikTok consumer, like, I'm very careful about what videos I watch to the end, what videos I like, what videos I comment on. Like, you can train your algorithm to really feed you exactly what kind of information you were looking for. <laughs> yes, be mindful of what you're consuming, because what you, you know, are consuming, yeah. you create more of, whether it's in, like, TikTok Absolutely. Or <laughs> It's sort of a meme now, but you hear all these like like senators or whatever being like TikTok is just half naked girls dancing, and we're all like, "You're telling on yourself, buddy. I don't know what to tell you." <laughs> oh my god, it's, it's funny, but it's not funny either. <laughs> um. Okay, I would love if you would share a little bit about. Yes, Sky Class. So originally, this is a project that I've been thinking about for a really long time. Like when I first started, um, first opened the store, I was thinking of some sort of membership program, some sort of like Witch's Wheel of the Year, laid over neurodiversity, laid over like um, household management stuff. And I was just yeah. not in a place to, to do it. But like that's not the stage of life that I was in. I feel like I'm moving into that stage of life now. Are you familiar with Casey Davis, the struggle care on TikTok? No, oh, so she wrote a book called like Keeping so. House While Drowning. And oh. <laughs> right. I can relate to that so, <laughs> I feel like we're like a, a level or two above that where maybe you're coming out of burnout and you wanna instill better habits or you wanna incorporate zero waste and witchcraft into your new routines and you're not you're you're not in that burnout state where you are having to prioritize rest having to prioritize like really nurturing yourself like that's not a time to try to go zero waste it's just not um so that's how it started and i'm finally feeling able to do, do that content and live that content um, yeah. and originally I also wanted like a very low cost tier, uh, for folks who don't need ingredients right now, but still want to support the apothecary and, um, yeah. you know, sort of in a vote with your dollars kind of way. Um, it's important for all sustainable, sustainable businesses to not be encouraging our customers to buy stuff when they don't need it. Um, so for me, all of my marketing is focused on like, if you were already going to buy this herb, buy it from me, it doesn't come in plastic. I'm not trying to be like, you know what's good for headaches? Chamomile. Like, <laughs> yeah, I noticed that in your Stitch videos, like someone will have a question yeah. or they're doing something and you're like, um you could get that in my right, like right. two ounce jar yeah so right we have a very low it's like three dollars a month tier um you get access to a private discord server 
of, you know, community, the same way you'd join a private Facebook group, that kind of thing, $3 a month. And that is just like, I don't need ingredients right now, but I like you and I, I want you to still exist when I do need ingredients. Um, right. We have a yeah. $6 tier, which gets into a little bit more content. We have a book of shadows and a grimoire. So the grimoire is more like my personal thoughts and witchcraft practice and what I'm going through at any given time. And the book of shadows is like a living textbook. So it exists as a blog on our website that is, you know, behind a paywall, whatever. But the idea is that I'm not going to be posting like, I don't know, like new stuff every week. A lot of it might be updating old posts. So if I have a post, I just did a literature review on chamomile. So I, you know, looked through all the scientific data. I looked through, um, a lot of blog posts I looked through like whatever information I could gather from the internet and compiled it the plan would be instead of doing like a new post in a year I would basically do my search again and add anything new that I found to that old post so in that yeah you're getting like like exactly um so it serves as like this living reference guide. I'm working on a post right now about like herbal definitions and that kind of thing. Cool. Um, so that's where all of that stuff lives. And it, it's it's topics, zero waste, witchcraft, neurodiversity, yada, yada. Um, our highest year incorporates the witch's wheel of the year. So holidays like Samhain, Beltane, um, and the energy of the year at that time. So Beltane just happened. It was May 1st. And it's a lot about like feeling yourself energy. It, it can be a little bit like fertility energy, um, not necessarily in mm. a sexual or reproductive way, but in a creative way. So a lot of yeah. the content we uh, did was uh, personal style as zero waste ritual for Beltane. So I talked about cool. color seasons and Kimmy body types um, in terms of like honing your personal style. Uh, we talked about like yeah. how to, um, I did a book of shadows post about materials and how sustainable different oh, materials yeah. are like sometimes it's hard to tell what is sustainable and what isn't yeah, and definitely. what is a lot of yoga and then at some point you have to weigh like how you feel about recycled water bottle yoga pants or or bamboo right. yoga pants which it's only really sustainable and good if the bamboo is processed in this particular way, like that kind of stuff. Um, and, and, you know, I did like grimoire posts about me cleaning out my makeup, cleaning out my closet. 
Um, and I'm working on my last thing for the Beltane content is going to be a thread up deep dive about how you get the most out of thread up. <laughs> love thread up. I love thread up. It's just overwhelming. And it's taken me like 10 years of using the website to be like, okay, I've got my thing like dialed in here. So that, that's the kind of content. I love when I'm going on. Yeah, I'm making my outfits in there. <laughs> um, yeah, I stopped, I stopped buying clothes mostly for them, unless it's something very specific I yep. need, except for at ThreadUp. And, and I have gotten a few of their oh, subscription really? boxes, and they're pretty That's dope. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, clothes is like a whole nother thing, like, that we don't even like it, it that it's much. It's so. hard. Like, That's, I... Um, want to look a certain way <laughs> like I just do and for a really long time it was like uh am I like not allowed to feel that way like am I supposed to just feel like I need to put together whatever I can like from a thrift store or from whatever and like right you you have to figure out like you know one of the the tips that will go in this post when I finally do it is you know, you can look for brands that you would buy new on ThreadUp and the other way around. You may discover brands that you like by scrolling through ThreadUp. And then if you go to their website and you're satisfied with what you see about their sustainability, then you can buy from them maybe. Um, but ultimately, it's about feeling your best because that's how we can have the energy to do any of the other hard stuff. Yeah, yeah. We're all, like, it's like taking care of yourself is it has the to first be. step. Otherwise, you burn out, and then you can't do anything. Yeah, yeah, right. right. Or become so cynical that you or don't you don't even care to into like a little bit of like a self righteous thing, or you go. Yeah. Uh, I remember I was so insufferable in my college apartment. I was not making trash or putting trash in the garbage. So I was like, I mean, I'll take out the recycling, but the trash is like not my job. How annoying. I didn't add to that. (laughs) Well, we can all look back on our twins and laugh. But so that's what the coven is. The coven is um, a place where I am making content more in-depth content than you would find in a free blog, right? Free blogs are mostly for SEO. It's it's mostly these yeah, sort of totally. short little, and I think they're going to be mostly AI written really soon. Um, my yeah. posts are well-researched, heavily researched, um, written by me, and they're living documents. So I update them as I know better. Yeah. Um, so if I learn new things about a material, you know, there's a, this new process where this material that was less sustainable is now more sustainable. I'll update that in the, in the post and the discord's really fun too. Um, it's been fun connecting with people and figuring out like, I am like deep in the buckets of witchcraft, zero waste and neurodivergence, but there are people joining heaven who are like have like toes dipped in each bucket and it's interesting 
to see different people's experience with it and how they engage with it. When you find a good group, like a online group, like it can be yes. really powerful and like life and inspirational and you can like meet amazing people I love when there's a it's not easy to create but when there is a really good um group that and the admin does well and like the pe everyone is like interested in the same thing yeah. it can be really really amazing in your group <laughs> so interesting yeah it's been good so far So one more thing I wanted to, one more topic I wanted to dive into is neurodiversity. And I think I'd like to, you know, maybe ask you about um, like neuro, your personal experiences with neurodiversity. And you've talked a little bit about this and how it influences you as an entrepreneur and someone who creates community. Yeah, so for me, my neurodiversity is such that I am effectively unemployable. <laughs> like, yeah. I can't hang very long if I'm not the person in charge or if I can't manage my time or I can't, you know, do the work the way that is best for me. Like, it, it costs too much energy and then I can't get the work done. Um, or I'm grumpy yeah. and upset and mean. <laughs> it doesn't go very well. Um, so I knew really early that I was going to have to work for myself or that I at least preferred to work for myself. Um, and there have yeah. been a couple of iterations of that. I nannied for a while, which is kind of working for yourself. Um, I did massage for a while. I tried to do like personal concierge work stuff, just like piecing work together. I taught dance for a while and like traveled to dance conventions and did massage there. And now finally this business is starting to feel like it has a little bit more weight to it. Like it could be something that really sustains me and can be what I do long-term and can grow into something a little bit bigger um, where I won't have to be the one doing every piece of work all the time. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I can empathize so much. Like I, the job I had for a while before COVID, I managed to survive there because I was surrounded by other people who were, I didn't know I had ADHD yeah. or bipolar at the time, but I was surrounded by people who did know, you know, like who had all sorts of different, you know, neurodiversity. And so I think that yeah. made it tolerable, right. <laughs> but still like, oh, you know, when you're a teacher, you're managed all sorts of freaking people, the parents Absolutely. and everybody wants to have their finger oh it's like so like and yeah and, like, you, just, you know it just uh, makes you want to run away it makes you want to not go in and then you know you start to feel that it's becoming self-destructive if you're like oh i'm just gonna take two days off of work like you can't do that um so send also right. email boss <laughs> you have to figure out 
what kind of work you can do consistently that is maybe even going to fill you up a little bit. Um, and I found yeah. that here, you know, making the TikToks for my marketing is very fun and I love doing that. Um, and yeah, I mean, the, the ADHD is a lot about, um, dopamine deficiency. So it's, you know, I joke, but it's like, must be having fun at all times disease. <laughs> yeah. And it's frustrating when there's stuff that has to get done and you're like, like, but I need some like chocolate or takeout or to buy something first. Otherwise it's not going to get done. Cause that's just like the chemical <laughs> fact of the matter. <laughs> it's like, you know, I have to get some dopamine from somewhere because that's what makes that particular metabolic process run. And for me, recently, right. um, looking into a little bit of PDA autism, have you seen any of that content? So it's I don't think uh, so. like pathological Maybe. demand avoidance or persistent drive for autonomy. It's the idea that if, if someone or myself puts a demand on me, it, it initiates a fight or flight response, which is, which is no way to live a life when... <laughs> when if I go we've really got to get this thing done today then my body goes we're under attack (laughs) and so for me it often feels the same when I'm dopamine deficient or when I'm activated from a demand and the fix is very different yeah so so Sometimes I start spinning my wheels going, why isn't the candy working? You know, like a piece of candy can sometimes get me moving. And then you're 10 pieces of candy in and you go, oh, it's the other one. (laughs) I have to like relax and remind myself that I don't have to do it. It would just be good if I did it. (laughs) Right. Feels like having a toddler, really, like two dueling toddlers hanging out in my head all day long. Um, I heard, I think what I've heard, I think Simone Steele might have said this on her podcast. I don't know if you know who she is, but she's one of my favorite coaches, marketing coaches, mm-hmm. and she has ADHD, and she played like you know, we don't necessarily have be motivated by like nope. praise <laughs> or promotion. Like that's no. anything. <laughs> and yes, motivated by or like driven by dope because there's a lack of dopamine. We're gonna mm-hmm. go for the dopamine. So you have to make your work yeah. yeah. Have some a little bit of that, you know? Like and and I was like, oh that's why I feel like None of this makes sense. Yeah, there has to be some novelty. So to kind of wrap yeah. up this conversation, I would ask you, is there any advice or encouragement you would like to give individuals who maybe are interested in pursuing their passion, who maybe are interested in in zero waste or you know living more sustainably yeah it's really just i mean educating yourself first is 
you know, the, the advice I give. Sometimes I see, like, new entrepreneurs doing TikToks or doing TikToks inconsistently or whatever, and you have to have space to be assessing how your, like, work is doing or how your product is landing or whatever. I see a lot of people doing, you know, a particular job of making TikTok videos or Instagram reels or whatever, and then if it's not getting the results they want, eventually you see that video that's like, I'm shadow banned. <laughs> and I'm like, are you? Or are you just sticking to this content that isn't working? Or even is your product something that right. people don't want? Like, you have to have a, a self-awareness and an ability to think critically about yourself without, like, hurting your own feelings. I know when I've made a bad, a bad video. And sometimes I know it's a bad yeah. video and I post it anyway. And then I just have to eat it when it gets 200 views. But, um, yeah, I just, you have to think about what people want. Yeah. Right. Like you're creating it for your audience or for your customers, or your students, or your clients or whatever. Not necessarily all for you right. like you have you to, have to work and, with them like you said you know I'm I'm one to talk I got a lot of feedback when I first started this business of like I know that you'd like to shop there Lindsay but like do you think like people want to shop there <laughs> and, and luckily I had enough experience with like you know people on the internet uh enjoying witchcraft people on the internet using herbs people on the internet um doing zero waste and I was like okay between all like three or four of these markets I think I have enough people to do a business but I didn't just go well I want to shop there so I'm gonna make it and it's a small difference but you have to think about how many people there are that want your thing and if that many people can sustain you (laughs) and your business Right. And I think that um, part of your story that stands out to me is that you knew you wanted to work for yourself. And, and you've oh, done yeah. it 16 different ways. <laughs> or, you know, you come yeah. to this iteration of that and... You know, probably if we had another conversation in two years, like it will be some other iteration of that. (laughs) So I think that's important for new entrepreneurs to know that you are not necessarily stuck and set in stone. Like whatever you put up. And from a neurodivergent perspective, like I've gotten a lot of feedback my whole life about like, slow down, Lindsay, like think about it before you do it. And now as a 29 year old person I can look back at those things and go I did think about it but I had to do it to be sure and that's okay yeah you just have to have the like wiggle room in your budget in case that that doesn't work out or you have to keep your day job for a little while to see if that doesn't work out like don't let anybody um discourage you from just like making it, creating it, doing the thing in the world. Just don't over-index on it. Like, 
Right. Keep your day job for a little while. Yeah. I had a day job until October, like this past October. Yeah. Um, I was nannying during the day and doing the business out of my apartment at yeah. night. <laughs> and, you know. Yeah. Yeah. So well, good for you. I've been full time for about six months and we've almost outgrown our space. But we're going to stay here because that next leap is is kind of big to go move into a commercial space. Um, and I would right. want to be doing more sales first before we move into that next step. And right. those are, you just have to do it sort of step by step and understand, like, can I handle this? Do I have the energy to keep pushing through yeah. and doing the thing? Yeah. And um, <laughs> I don't know if this is neurodivergent, but I think that having your having your multiple streams of income, <laughs> not one thing, have your, have yeah, your it, it's important to have, and just to safeguard yourself from, you know, winds changing. Like I remember we had probably, I think the worst month we ever had um, when, Roe v. Wade got overturned and people were doing like a no spend month trying to crash the economy. Like, yeah. <laughs> like I get it. That's awesome. But <laughs> so, and we haven't always yeah, been the best at this, but keeping, um, you know, keeping a reservation of like a month's expenses or two months' expenses. Yeah. I wish I could say that I do that all the time. I definitely don't, but that's what I'd like to be doing. And that's yeah. what we're working towards doing um, to yeah. make sure that you can pivot. Even if you just get sick, like if I get sick for a week and I can't make TikToks, I don't make yeah. income. My income is directly linked to my social media presence because as of right now, our email marketing it needs some work. <laughs> but... Um, just to have a contingency plan and know that you can repost videos. Like I repost videos very often and that's fine. Um, yeah, I, that's like come to the front of my mind because I'm going to have surgery. I might, I don't know yeah. exactly what I'll be limited to, but I'm having surgery summer and I have to not move like walk or oh my goodness. six weeks. And I was Okay, so I'm a yoga teacher, right? So I'm like, I might not be able to do yoga. That's probably not going to work out. I can't, like, door dash, probably. But, like, I have yeah other pockets, right? Like, maybe I'll make more, more reels while I'm, like, sitting on the couch. to talk. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I was going to say, make bank more some podcasts. Po like, uh, that's exactly it. You, that time is, like, bank some podcasts, bank some yeah, like evergreen videos, like the the sounds that come up over and over again. This is TikTok specific, but I I make everything for TikTok and then repurpose it for all the other platforms. Like I make nothing that is Instagram specific or Facebook specific. You get my reposted TikToks. That's all you get. But there are some yeah. sounds that you hear come up over and over again that aren't so um, temporal. That aren't so like specific to yeah. this week or this two weeks. And if you can bank a few of those or even just have like a folder of those kinds of sounds saved somewhere exactly for times like this. Yeah. I, 
I've actually started like making TikToks and being like, oh, this is one that I could like use over again or like put different words on. I will save a blank copy with no text on it somewhere, you know, in like an organized way. I'm a Notion girl. I love Notion to death. So it's all in Notion. (laughs) But I, you know, and I have it tagged in like a searchable way. But then there's that blank video that I can add new text to at some point later right. exactly for moments like this or like I was at a wedding this weekend and it was a repost all weekend like yeah yeah right <laughs> excuse me <laughs> the allergies are getting me is there anything else you would like to share before we end this oh, conversation no. so I talked about the coven check it out um it's the the most expensive tier is ten dollars a month, and you can see everything that's in there. Even if you just want to check it out for a month, um, get you in the Discord, see how the community feels for you, um, and then if you don't like it, that's fine. Um, so our shop offers um, over fifty zero waste apothecary ingredients, um, anything you would need to make a homemade skincare product, homemade cleaning product. Um, herbal remedy, like herbal medicine preparation, um, or witchcraft working. That's like, you know, the breadth of our ingredients. We're adding new ingredients all the time. We have that pinned, um, video on TikTok where you can let us know what you'd like to see us carry. You know, if there are ingredients you use a lot and you can't find it in your local, um, shop and, um, you'd like to buy it zero waste, please let us know. Our web website is skycloudapothecary.com all of our socials are at skycloudapothecary tiktok instagram facebook whatever um i think that's it do you want to keep in touch between podcast episodes if you want love notes from me where i share all the ups and downs tips and tricks sad times good times successes and failures of coaching yoga entrepreneurship and life sent directly to your inbox, you are going to want to get on my email list. Sign up to receive my free visualization ebook. This ebook is designed to be like a self-guided retreat to guide you through the journey of envisioning your future and making your dreams come true. Click the link in the show notes to subscribe to my mailing list and a link to the PDF will be sent straight to your inbox. Have an amazing day. Chat soon.